Hey goddess, welcome back to the goddess frame of mind, the only podcast dedicated to helping you raise your vibration so that you may live your best life every single day of the week. It's been another couple of weeks. Oh my goodness, goddess, I'm so sorry. I had a lot of stuff come up. So um, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to do a little bit of a real life update because I was so proud of hopping on every single week, being here for you ladies, and I totally dropped the ball, but there's a really good reason this time. So I went on a trip and I had to stay in a hotel for three days, four nights, yeah, something like that. I don't know, whatever, it doesn't really matter. I had to stay in a hotel and I was super stoked for the alone time because, you know, it's, I'm a family lady and my priorities are always going to be keeping my house clean, having a healthy relationship, taking care of my puppies. And so I was really excited for the alone time. This was the loudest hotel I've ever stayed at. I swear to Cosmos Goddess, like it was insane. The first night I got there, obviously after traveling all day, I didn't feel like recording a podcast. The second night I was there, there was so much commotion on either side of me. I just, I couldn't even wrap my head around how I was supposed to record a podcast. Like, I don't know if the other hotels I've stayed at throughout my life had better insulation or if I've just never had rowdy hotel neighbors or what, but it was, I could pretty much hear everything going on in the other rooms next to me. It was really, really great. And so at that point, I was like, okay, I'll just wait until I get back. But at some point along the line, Anchor FM sold to Spotify and became Spotify for artists. The podcast host, Anchor FM, was really great about giving sponsorships to people as soon as you set up the podcast. Their whole gimmick was, you know, monetize without a minimum listenership. When I got back from my trip, that was no longer true. And so my dashboard went from, hey, you have like 20 cents hanging out to, hey, you don't have enough listeners to be making money. And... (laughs) Sure, I had to completely stop everything that I was doing, find a new sponsor, and switch my podcasting host because I'm also expanding my podcasting network, I guess, to include a show specifically about writing so that I can share my experiences as a self-published author. So I needed to find a new podcasting host anyways so that I could do two shows because Anchor FM only lets you do one but seeing that I wasn't monetized anymore was the extra little push that I needed to um, set up with a new sponsor so in today's episode we do have a new sponsor I will just stop here so that we can play that ad before we get into today's episode and for today's episode, it was a really hard, um, hard thing to pick. I have so many of these ideas written down, and I just didn't know anywhere to start. Um, but today we're going to talk about the beauty of Cinderella vibes. 
So before we get into the beauty of Cinderella vibes, what that means to me and how that should apply to your own life, let's hear the word from our new sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Arian Wright Studios and ArianWrights.com. ArianWrights.com is what I like to call the mothership. There you will find all of the Arian Wrights books, both paperback and ebooks, as well as Arian Wrights wearables you will not find anywhere else. Check out the recently launched Goddess Frame of Mind collection, and don't forget to sign up for the newsletter to find out when the next collection launches. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get back to today's episode. Okay, so the beauty of Cinderella vibes. Cinderella has been a story that has been deeply connected to me since an early, early age. No, I don't have a stepmom. No, I don't have stepsisters. But the story of a woman being so mistreated has always really stuck with me. So for for those of you who maybe are not familiar with the Cinderella story, Cinderella had a dad and her dad married this woman shortly after he married this woman he passes away in some way or another leaving this new woman with three mouths to feed because she already has two daughters of her own being completely put out by the situation the stepmother turns cinderella into a servant because she cannot really take care of these three girls by herself she needs help and she's afraid to ask for it essentially so cinderella starts doing all of the chores and treating the three women in her house like royalty when they really don't deserve it now through some sort of magic be it a fairy godmother or um her mother from the afterlife cinderella finds out about the prince's ball and is able to obtain a ball gown so that she can go to the party. Nobody knows that Cinderella is a servant girl when she's all dressed up in her pretty ball gown and her nice sparkly shoes with her hair up and, you know, all dressed to the nines. Nobody knows who she is or what she does for a living. They just see this beautiful woman in a beautiful ball gown. So Cinderella goes to the ball in her magically gifted dress and is a showstopper and in the original story the ball is actually three days long and so she goes every day i can't remember if it's a different dress every day or if it's the same dress every day because i rewrote it so that it's three different dresses um and in the disney version it's just one night and either way through the course of the ball Cinderella, this servant girl who has up to this point been seen as unworthy, finds herself in the favor of the prince. (laughs) 
And the prince doesn't know who she is, right? He has no idea that this is a woman who spends her life on her hands and knees scrubbing toilets and floors and doing all of the household chores because her stepmother doesn't have any sort of self-responsibility. He just sees this beautiful woman in a beautiful ball gown who has a beautiful personality, and that is a really important part of the story. So, on the last night of the ball, or when the clock strikes midnight of the first night, depending on which story you're going with, the clock strikes midnight and Cinderella has to flee because her magical gown is going to turn back to her servant dress and all the magic is going to be gone. She only has until midnight. She leaves and has left such an impression with the prince that when her shoe falls off, he decides to find her to return the shoe and also claim his love for her. So there is a grand hunt for this woman. Grand hunt. And his servant goes to, his butler, goes to every eligible woman's house in the whole town, knocking door to door to door to door to have women try on this shoe that is very special. It's a glass shoe. And obviously nobody's going to say, no, that's not my shoe. Everybody's going to try it on because fuck, the prince is standing there saying, if you can fit into this shoe, I'll marry you. So somehow Cinderella has like a really unique shoe size and nobody else can fit in this shoe. But when the prince and the butler get to stepmom's house, of course, stepsisters do everything they can to fit their fucking feet in that beautiful shoe. And in the original Grimm fairy tale, they actually start cutting bits of their feet off. One of them cuts their toes off, the other one cuts their heels off to try and fit in the shoe. And then the butler notices that they're like bleeding and missing parts of their foot. And he's like, oh my god, you guys are crazy. No, this isn't your shoe. The stepmother tries it on for some fucking reason because she's a psychopath. And then finally, they get to the point where they're like, well, what about you, miss? What about Cinderella? And she's like, oh no, I wasn't at the party because her abusive ass stepmother is standing right there and she will get punished if it's found out that she was at that party. The butler, you know, implores her to try on the shoe. Come on, miss, just try on the shoe. What is it going to hurt? But she she's very adamant. I was not at that party. Sorry, sir. You had me mistaken. But because the stepsisters are fucking dumb and cut their toes off, the stepmother has to take them to go get medical help. And while the stepmother and two stepsisters are gone, Cinderella sees her chance to leave. So she just packs up her shit and wanders out the back door while the prince and the butler are still hanging out, figuring out where they're gonna go next, and um, seeing Cinderella without her entourage of abusive assholes around her, the butler tries one more time, hey miss, will you try on this shoe? Of course she does, of course it's her shoe, of course she gets in the car, of course she goes to the palace and becomes a princess. My favorite part of the story is after that though. My favorite part of the story is when Cinderella is a princess and she's got her rightful place in the throne. She's, you know, a kind and caring princess. She doesn't treat her servants like shit because obviously there's still gonna have to be people to make the palace go round, people to clean and cook and do the things, but she appreciates them for what they do. And 
the fucking stepmom and the stepsisters who treated her so poorly come back and they're banging on the gates and they're like hey don't you remember us we love you we're family we love you and it's like bitch where the shit was this love and caring before where was this love and caring when i needed it you only want something from me and cinderella does not let them into the castle cinderella is like fuck you bitch and goes on with her good life so cinderella vibes are really really important as a goddess in the goddess frame of mind remembering that everything that you do should come from the place of love and light for your highest and greatest good and harming none and for the highest and greatest good of the collective and harming none i love that cinderella never freaked out on her stepmom she could have but she was in survival mode and she wrote out an incredibly abusive situation until she had an opportunity to leave. Part of the reason why I'm so attached to the story is because that's kind of how my own story went with my abusive relationship. I just kind of ran away into the middle of the night as soon as I had a, a chance to get away from my ex-boyfriend. Um, it was very Cinderella story, very Cinderella story. But she stands up for herself by going to the ball behind her stepmother's back. She stands up for herself by leaving the situation as soon as she gets uh, an opportunity to leave the situation. And she handles her situation of being the house servant with humility and grace. Of course she doesn't want to be there scrubbing the toilets and feeding them breakfast and cleaning the stables and doing all of the shit that they are not willing to do. Of course she doesn't want to do that. But because she feels some kind of obligation to her deceased father to be a family with these people who are treating her like shit, and because Cinderella is a good person, she just hangs out and bides her time while she waits for the opportunity to leave. And of course, Cinderella is sitting there planning and plotting and praying and hoping and dreaming and wishing for how she will get out of this situation. But she also acts with the knowledge of divine timing. She knows that she has a place to stay. And she's not getting beaten necessarily. She's just being treated like shit. And so, out of all the situations she could be in, it's still the best situation for her until she's able to get out of it. Cinderella vibes means acting with humility and grace, but also sticking by your boundaries. So if Cinderella gets to the castle and then she lets her stepmom and stepsisters in, it would completely destroy the importance of this story because it's not about love. It's not about finding your true love. It's not about finding Prince Charming and being whisked off by a knight in shining armor. It's about sticking by your boundaries and standing up for yourself. Cinderella wanted to go to the ball. That's the only thing she wanted. Oh my god, I want to go to the ball. Technically, I'm invited. She wasn't overstepping her bounds. It said all of the eligible ladies in the land. And she was one of them. She wasn't overstepping her bounds. She saw that, like, hey, I should be included too. This isn't fair. And then she started acting upon that. And she got the dress. She got the shoes. She got to the ball. And then you know what? She was the most 
important person there because she knew who she was. Sure, part of the story is her feeling like she's putting on an act. Oh, you won't like me because I'm not really this princess in a ball gown. I'm a servant. But the fact of the matter is she saw what she wanted. She went out and got it. And she didn't even want to go and get the prince. She just wanted to have a couple nights out of fun. And because she followed her heart, because she stood by who she was, what she needed, what she wanted, what her hopes and dreams were, she was greatly rewarded by the universe with a partner who saw her for her and not for her wealth status, not for her occupation. He saw her for the beautiful human being that she was. Sure, maybe she wouldn't have gotten into the castle if she hadn't have been in her pretty ball gown. But he didn't fall in love with her ball gown, he fell in love with her. So, as a goddess, always keep in mind that you are Cinderella, and if you're not in the castle yet, you deserve to be, and you will be, given divine timing. You need to get your magic gown, you need to get your glass slippers, you need to have your fairy godmother turn your mice into a horse and carriage so that you can get to the ball and you can live your life. For a lot of you listening, you are already in the castle and this is your reminder to not let the people come back into your life who treated you poorly before you were in the position you're at now. Maybe you're in a healthy relationship, maybe you just bought your first house, maybe you just got like the best job of your life, maybe you just bought your dream car, whatever it is. Remember, who did you right and who did you wrong? Don't give your energy to the people who did you wrong in the past. They don't deserve you. They don't deserve your energy. They don't deserve your time. They will always be on the outside of the castle gates, banging to get in. Hey, remember us? We love you. But it's not true. They just want to see inside your castle. They just want to take the things that you have earned for yourself and that's not right so be cinderella today be cinderella every day remember the importance of the story of a woman who saw what she wanted went out and got it and was greatly rewarded by the universe thank you so much for listening goddess i hopefully will be back next week i might have to do every other week but now that i sorted out the sponsorship and the podcast host things should be a lot more smooth sailing um regardless of if it's next week or two weeks from now may peace love light and happiness always be with you goddess you deserve it i love you and we'll see you next time Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Goddess Frame of Mind. As a token of my appreciation, I would like to personally invite you to join the Aryan Rights Forum. I have built a decentralized place for us to hang out, free from the typical social media overlords, and I would love to keep talking with you about today's episode now that you're done listening. Head over to arianrights.com slash forum, that's E-I-R-I-A-N-W-R-I-T 
tes.com backslash f-o-r-u-m so that you can chat and congregate with the other goddesses in our tribe. I hope to see you there.